Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast. That's because it's just me and you. We're just chatting about life. If you have a topic or question that you would like me to cover on one of these Fridays, you can check out the Ask Megan session section of the website. All you do is go to inspiredwomenpodcast.com and you'll see up on the top or you can go to the show notes. The show notes. If you didn't know, each episode has show notes, which has relevant links, information. All you do, if you're listening on your podcast app, scroll up. There it is. Ta-da! Click on the Ask Megan and submit a question. Give me some, give me some inspiration to talk about on these Fridays, because I literally just pull these topics right out of my ass every week. I'm just gonna be honest. So this week was actually inspired by a client of mine. If you didn't know, I do work one-on-one with coaching clients. I only take on one each month because of school and children and all of that crazy shit going on. But if you would like to find out what it's like, you know, connect with me, you know, find out more information, you can schedule a connection call. I'm starting up a wait list. So whenever I'm done with you know, one client that I can contact another one and, you know, have them start working with me as well. So it's pretty affordable in my mind in the coaching realm, I would say. (laughs) Uh, Because I don't know if you guys know this, but coaching can range from like, you know, like $100 an hour to like, thousands of dollars an hour. It's, it's pretty ridiculous, like what can go on. I mean, it's transformational. I'm just going to put that out there. So if you want to connect with me, I will actually link that up in the show notes as well. So you can schedule a connection call. It's 30 minutes. You know, we chat, we see for a good fit. I give you some information. We talk about what's going on with you, all that good jazz. But today I wanted to talk about all sorts kind of stuff. No, I wanted to talk about what I was inspired by, by my one-on-one client right now, which was not implementing everything all at once. So this is how we burn out and get overwhelmed. We decide, and I always use health as the prime example, because this is usually where this happens for a lot of people, is we decide, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to do these things. But we implement all the things all at once. So next week, I'm going to start working out five days a week. I'm going to change my eating. I'm going to start sleeping more. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. All these things. Instead, that's not really sustainable because what happens is we burn out. That's a lot of changes. It's hard to create that many habits all at once. Instead, we need to focus on if you're not working out at all right now, like zero, not, How about you set a goal of getting in in three days a week? Because what's going to happen is if you set a goal of five, six, seven days a week is when you don't reach that goal, you're going to beat yourself up for not reaching it. I'm such a loser. How dare I? Like, oh my gosh, I'm not serious about this goal. It's not that you're not serious as you went from zero to a hundred. Like we need to ease on the gas pedal. 
So what I would challenge you to do is start with like, oh, three days a week, I'm going to get in this workout. When that becomes a habit, how about you add in like, hey, three days a week or five days a week, I don't know how much you're eating healthy right now. I'm going to start making sure that I stick to eating healthy. See, I'm not a caloric goal kind of person. I've realized calories don't really matter. They do, but they don't. A hundred calories of a Twinkie and a hundred calories of a salad are two different things. Mind you, there's a lot more salad. If a hundred calorie salad is a lot bigger than a freaking Twinkie and will fill you up more, but I'm, they're different, right? The quality of our food is super important. It's pretty hard to overeat a salad. I mean, let's just be honest there. Or you can overeat Twinkies real good. Or potato chips. Potato chips are my downfall. I eat a whole damn bag to myself. I really will. So I can only have potato chips if I'm going to, if I have to share with other people. Not if I plan to, because then I'll just eat them all anyways. It's when I have to. So once in a great while, like we'll have, you know, some not so healthy stuff for dinner and I'll have potato chips as a side. So I had to share the potato chips with other people. So I'm not going to eat the whole bag. But anyways, I digress. You want to, if you're not eating healthy a lot, then you start focusing on, all right, well, this week I'm going to implement where every lunch this week I'm going to eat healthy. You know, not every day, every lunch, or maybe you say three days, or maybe you say five days, whatever seems reasonable to you, depending on where you are right now, right? So if you start with these little steps, and then once that becomes a habit, it becomes something that you're doing on a regular basis, then you up it. And I want to preface this with 100% is not a sustainable or even realizable goal. You might be able to do it like one week, but nobody's 100%. Shit happens. Sometimes we get up super late. So we miss our alarm clock or, you know, we get caught in traffic. So we just got to grab something quick to eat. Things happen all the time. So expecting yourself to be 100% is just not realistic. I like to go for like the 80-20 rule. Like 80% of the time I'm I'm crushing it. I'm doing the things I need to do. The other 20%, all right. I mean, if I don't, that's okay. If I want to have tacos and margaritas with my girlfriend tonight, that's okay. It'll be all right. Nobody's going to die here. So what I'm saying is instead of trying to go balls to the wall, implement all these things all at once, how about you just take one little thing at a time and put on the gas a little bit. Start implementing a little bit more. You know, make it so it becomes a habit, a part of your everyday routine. Seriously, if I don't get a workout in, I feel it because it's part of my everyday routine now. I aim to get a workout in at least five days a week. At least five days a week. Sometimes I'm an overachiever and I get it six or seven days a week and that's cool. But some days it's it's literally just five days a week. And some days I just... For you know, something happens and things come up or I get sick or something like that. But when we, I always say to my clients, it's okay to set these big audacious goals. That's perfectly fine. Actually go for it. That's going to motivate you. But the problem lies when we set these big audacious goals, but we don't break them down into smaller 
bite-sized goals. So the beginning of the year, I always, I always say like set a yearly goal, some yearly goals for yourself, not like 20, like maybe like five yearly goals, like things you really want to achieve this year. And then break those down into monthly, weekly, daily goals. And what I mean by that is like, what do you have to do each and every day to move you towards those goals? Uh, what do you have to do each and every week to move you towards those goals? What are some like monthly goals that you can focus on? So what I would say is like a weekly goal for back to our health example is so this this week for the next three weeks, I'm going to get in a workout three days a week. And if that's going good and I'm able to achieve that, I'll bump it up to four, you know, or I'll bump it up to five. You know, when it comes to sleeping better, if you sleep like shit right now, it's not realistic for you to be like, I'm going to sleep great every single night. How about you just bump it up to where like, I'm going to get in quality sleep four or five days a week. And then I highly, highly suggest the Sleep Smarter book by Sean Stephen. This, this Stevenson, this is like the sleep Bible, guys. I mention it on the podcast all the time. He also has an amazing podcast, The Model Health Show. Gold. That podcast is gold. He breaks down health information into like, it's like health for dummies. So definitely check him out. So when it comes to the health example is we're breaking it down like, what am I going to do each and every day to move myself forward? Am I going to start drinking more water? So if you guys don't know, when it comes to your health, it's a whole body. It's a whole body thing. Physical, mental, emotional. Well, the physical seems to be the thing that we can rectify the easiest, you know, drinking more water. You should be drinking one half of your body weight in ounces of water a day. So if you're a hundred pound person, you should be drinking at least 50 ounces of water a day. Sleeping. You should be getting enough quality sleep every single night. It is recommended seven to nine hours of sleep every single night. It is only 1% of people, and it's probably unlikely you're part of this 1% of people that are able to function appropriately off of less sleep than that. Physical activity, moving your body, obviously, fueling your body correctly with quality nutrition. But then we start getting to the mental and emotional health as well, like, you know, setting boundaries with people, um, cutting toxic people out of your life, seeking out therapy if you're struggling with mental health problems, like, all these things go into our health. Like you can be doing great and like doing all the physical health things fantastic. Well, if your emotional and your mental health is a hot mess, it's gonna you're really gonna struggle to maintain that. But the whole point in this was not to go into a health tirade, was to actually talk about when you set goals for yourself, don't get overwhelmed by setting these huge lofty goals, but not breaking them down to just smaller goals. You want to celebrate small wins. You want to celebrate small wins. You want to give yourself these things that you can achieve and they will set you up for success. What happens when we set these big audacious goals and we don't break them down into smaller bite-sized pieces is we get very overwhelmed and stressed out. We struggle to be able to achieve the things that we need to achieve. We burn out and say, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to do this. So what I want to encourage you to do is to be able to achieve those smaller, have those smaller wins, set yourself up for success, 
with some amazing habits in your life. It's really, really important that you take this time to do that for yourself. Like, don't get overwhelmed with all the things that you need to do. Implement one thing at a time. And a year from now, you'll be way better off than you are right now. But if you implement all the things all at once, three, four, five, six months from now, you're going to burn out and then you'll be right back to where you are. And maybe worse off because maybe now you're beating yourself up in your head because you're like, I can't do this. I can't achieve this. I'm an awful person. Why can't I get, why can't I just get my shit together? Right? And you remember, you're going to go through seasons. It's like a roller coaster ride. Like you're going to have some times that you're doing freaking fantastic. You're crushing it every day. You're getting it in. You've got everything all together. And then there's going to be sometimes that shit hits the wall and you're just like, I just, I, I just can't right now. I just can't right now. And that is okay. That's life. That's life. That's, that's a part of life. Uh, but if you start setting yourself up for success with those habits right now, then when shit does hit the fan, you'll bounce back a lot quicker. You'll, you'll come back and you'll be like, oh, okay, here I am. I got this. You're not going to stay in the suck forever. So I really want to encourage you not to just focus on huge goals, but to break them down into smaller wins and set yourself up for these habits. Implement one thing at a time. And once that thing becomes a habit, up it or implement a new habit. Like one thing at a time and you'll be a lot further and a lot better off in the future. So I hope this helps you guys. I hope it gave you some inspiration to be able to set some goals. I know, I mean, I know it's not the beginning of the year when we think about goals. I know it's like August when you hear this and you're like, eh, the, the year's almost over halfway over. Like I, you know, I'll just do it next year. How about you start now? Like why wait till next year? And I think, I think we're just so inundated with this information that January, the beginning of the year is when we need to start new things. You could start new things any day, any week. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It could be a Friday. It could be any time that you want. So I hope you will start achieving some of your amazing audacious goals. Please join us in the Inspired Women community. We'd love to cheer you on. We'd love to support you and what you're trying to achieve. And I hope you guys have an absolutely fabulous day. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.